welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight. A reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. And welcome, everybody, to Nightlight. It's amazing how times have changed, and yet that intro never, never gets bad for me, or, or old for that matter. We have tonight with us a very special friend of mine. Jen Young is with us, and it's it's hard when you know somebody very, very well to give them an appropriate intro so that you let people know just exactly where they're coming from and who they are. So I've gone to her website, which she took a long time getting up, and I pulled um, part of her bio from there. I think of many ways to describe Jen Young. She's been called a psychic clairvoyant, medium, channel, light worker, and healer, but none of those completely explain her or what she does. The term or label that best describes her is that of a spiritual empath. She does much more than just read. She feels, hears, tastes, sees, and smells what spirit has to offer, sharing that information with great sensitivity and compassion combining with the insight and wisdom of being an eternal student and teacher of the spiritual gifts that are constantly awakening within her. She was called by spirit at a very young age and has grown into a sensitive, very attuned with the earth energies and how they enhance and embrace the journey of the spirit. She's an advocate of the environment and ever aware of our duty to preserve, protect, and work with those earth energies that support and shelter us always. Her profound faith in the universal source of all creation has been a firm foundation for all she is and will become. Her mission is not only to protect the environment in which we live, but to be of service to those who need reminding of the magic and wonder that is carried within all of us. Jen is a compassionate spirit, is able to help others seek the source within to find their pathway to self-awareness, understanding, and to that link we all carry within to the source of all creation. She's a humble and quiet energy that has unique gifts that make her a true gift from spirit to all of humanity. 
as with many who are called to serve and share their gifts with humanity during these times of awakening, she is often a reluct- reluctant to advertise or promote herself, trusting that her words and works will be the energy that draws those to her that are in need of her talents. With the spirit of the poet within her, she is a shining example of what a true spiritual empath is. And she invites you to share with her the journey she has embarked upon to sit a while, smile, cry, laugh, and enjoy, and to take with a grain of salt some of the ideas, thoughts, and truths that resonate deeply within you. She is that and much, much more. And you're going to find that out because she's here tonight. Welcome to the show, Jen. Well, hi, Barb. How are you? I am battling with trying to get my text stuff all together. But other than that, I'm on the air. And that's the best part of the well, whole evening. As far as that I'm is concerned. a good part of the evening. I'm having problems with my Skype. So um, it's not it's not working the way it should. So as long as I've got... Um, you, that's really um, all we care about. <laughs> Nothing else on Skype is working, though. It's frozen. Well, so. you know, I'm having trouble with Skype as well. So, Deb, you had best be prepared to take over the show if Jen and I disappear. That's right. Um, <laughs> I, I can't see or read anything. So if we're coming up for a break, whatever else, um, I I'll don't let know. You know. Knock three times, whatever else. I, you know, usually there's a, a, there's a message somewhere that says, you know, we've got three minutes. I don't have that tonight, so. Okay, well, um, we'll let, we'll let you know. We will. Yeah. Because Deb will let me know because I don't have any of that stuff either. So, but I do, I can't, she can message me, so we're that far ahead. But I think it is so appropriate that you're on the show tonight because, because of all that's going on, because of the uh, progression of the equinoxes, because of the September 23rd thing that was ridiculous, because of all the eclipses, because of all the things that are have begun to happen in the world that, that in many ways are causing, I don't want to say tribulation, but are causing upset in people's lives. I love that lives. word. I do too. <laughs> I don't want to sound biblical, though. But, but it's a good word, isn't it? It's a wonderful world. And, and I think that's what's going on, but I don't think it's a, a biblical reference. I think that everyone has been awakened to a new degree, and they're trying to adjust, assimilate, and find a new balance within themselves. And because of that, there is absolute craziness everywhere in the world. And what, what better time to talk with somebody else about how do people begin to cope with this new awareness that they've got? How do they begin to find balance and peace within their lives and in so doing establish peace in, in the whole world? What do we do with this new energy? Everybody's going crazy with it. I You know, the energy out there right now, I think it's like... Um, being in a whirlwind and not knowing where you're going to be picked up or put down. I, um, I, I, I'm at a loss kind of right now for words. Things have happened in the past couple of weeks around the equinox, around, um, you know, 
the, the equinox especially, but I, I don't know what's happening. A friend of mine fell on the weekend, and she, she didn't hit her head or anything, but she still got a concussion. You know, it's the whiplash effect, right? It's, um, woohoo, how does that happen? Well, it happens quite easily. Um, so it's like you say, the energies that are out there, the vibrational energies. Um, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And that just sort of, it reinforces it, doesn't it? It, it does. And, and it's sort of like, pardon the reference for those of you who are under 50 or 40. Um, it's like the earth is going through menopause. stop and think Mother Um, Earth Mother Earth is going through a form of menopause I mean first of all there are the hot and cold sweats and everything with all these storms that are going on of course there there are the, the mood swings especially you can see that in earthquakes and in hurricanes and stuff like that and because we are all um, affected by the earth energy, we're picking up on this dis-ease. Now, I think the planet is just fine. It probably has gone through things like this before, but 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 maybe not for thousands of years. So we're experiencing another phase of earth energy. And as the earth is shifting and changing energetically, that means that we are shifting and changing energetically. And it, it, it changes everybody's perspective of their world. And it's, it's unsettling. It's not a bad thing, but it's just uns- unsettling. So, so you have people um, that, that are overreacting to things. You have people that are, are becoming ultra-sensitive and they don't know why. You have people who, who are having vertigo from time to time. Because the the energies are coming in and and we're getting downloads like crazy that we haven't gotten before and it you know it's it's the the quote unquote ordinary people who have the mundane jobs who are not in the field of metaphysics or paranormal or anything like that um, have no way of understanding what's going on so they're going to the doctors and getting all sorts of pills to quiet them to calm them to whatever which which I guess is a, well for them a good idea but I wouldn't recommend it because this too shall pass those of us who are in the field in the craft um, understand that it is a shift of energy and that you know, meditating, breathing deeply, getting more sleep, drinking more water. I mean, there are many things we can do to help sort of bring ourselves into a better sense of balance because it's balance that we've all lost. Mm-hmm. I was I was going to say when you said balance, I was thinking the word attunement. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, you know, they go hand in hand in my mind. They go hand in hand with each other. We have to be attuned. We have to be um, grounded. Although there's a lot of people using that word, a lot of individuals using that word lately. And I don't think a lot of them um, quite get it. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Well, but it is all about balance. Well, don't, um, you, don't you think, though, over time... A new word appears, and then everybody uses it, and it becomes very hackneyed. And so yes. we, we look for a new word. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I think that's why I like the word tribulations. 
it's um, it's very fitting. And um, yes, it was used in um, in 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 Jesus Christ Superstar. Look at all my trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. sinking in a gentle pool of wine. Um, that, there goes the poet in me, right? The lyrics. Yes. Um, we 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 draw them out and we remember them. But it's so fitting for what is happening. Like you said, um, it 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 reinforces the energy, the anger, the frustration. And I remember you telling me at one time, Barbara, that the earth will take care of itself. It has done before and it will do again. And um, because I am the um, the worrier about the environment, you are too. It's 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 what we do. Um, it's it's part of our. Um, it, it's ingrained in us. It's part of just who we are. Well, and, um, and and when you stop and think about it, how very um, arrogant are we? When we're we're worried about a planet that's over four hundred and fifty million four hundred and fifty million years old at least. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, who do you think you are? You know, cricket. You know, <laughs> grass. Yeah, grass. I I never thought of it like that, but you know, someone um, uh, threw that at me when you know I know you're going to laugh when I was afraid to to travel. And they said, um, well, do you really think that, that you can um, control death that way? And I just sort of went, oh, oh. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's, the, it's the gentle reminder, a very nice gentle reminder that um, the well, planet you know, can and will take care of itself, when you- that everything is happening. And yes, we can help it along. We can take care of it, too. We can be good stewards of our planet Absolutely. and our environment. It doesn't mean that we have to, um, you know, have an island full of garbage in the ocean, because that, to me, isn't being a good steward. That's just being really um, ignorant, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. And it is all about balance, how we're balancing what goes in and what goes out. Um, how we can take care of um, how, how we use heat or, or how we use um, water. We can, we can do it by solar. Everything yeah. is given to us. Well, you and, know, it- and you're a good example of that you you made your own dirt for your property by mixing and mixing <laughs> and and grew this fabulous garden and you reap the benefits from it it's all about balance what do i need to put into it to get out of it that's true and and you know i think the the thing that 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 most people um today I'm so delighted to see so many more people awakening to the spiritual energy and the spirit within them and all of this stuff. I think it's, 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 it's magical and it's wonderful to observe. Um, 50 years ago, if we had had this conversation someplace, people would have really thought we were, you know, we belonged <laughs> in a commune someplace. So, so what's happening is that there is this wonderful awakening and what 
I'm finding I'm finding that that the people who come for readings or counseling of any sort are coming for more spiritual insight than ever before. It's not so much how I can sell my couch or when am I going to find a boyfriend or should I change my job? It's more how can I can how can I work with my energy and how can I make things happen in my life and how can I take charge and it's it's a far more um it's a it's a more mature and cultured kind of person that is seeking spiritual advice today than ever before so it's it's to me a pleasure to watch this beginning now I don't think that that I can live long enough to see the end of this but maybe I'll come back three or four times on the road to to wherever it's going and be able to see just just how far humanity has come but it's I think the thing that that I'm finding most interesting is I'm getting a lot of people who have, I guess, for want of a better way of saying it, just woken up. And, you know, they've decided that they have a calling, that they're going to serve humanity and that they're going to go out and heal people or they're going to do this. And it's kind of to, to gently draw them back and say your first your first obligation is to the spirit that you carry within. That's what you're here for. You're here to develop that spirit. You're not here to suddenly go out and try to put Band-Aids on everybody, but you're here to evolve the spirit you have inside of you. So it's internal work that you need to do. And, you know, they kind of give you a blank look. So when you get somebody like that who says, well, okay, how do I work on myself? What kind of answer do you give them? How do I work on myself? Well, actually, what I ask them to do is to um, really dig down deep. Okay. And, and, um, okay, but look, that's, that's, not as, that's not explicit, explicit no, enough. No, I haven't finished. Okay. To look to, mm-hmm. to, how do they work on themselves? Internal work is dig down deep and see what they feel, um, what what they feel. Okay, start again. Dig okay. down deep. I just did this yesterday. So, and look at the different layers that they've got. Their mental layer, their physical layer, their emotional layer, their spiritual layer, their um, uh, um, mental, physical whatever layers there are and then go through each one of them and we start from there what some people think is that you're going through their chakras and they're not so to me it's it's a lot of um um hmm uh I've lost my train of thought. Sorry, Barb. Oh, no, um, that's okay. It's okay. It was probably a local little come around uh, again. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's a tough question, and, and it's, it's one that I keep getting over and over again when I, you know, people will say to me, um, well, you know, I've already worked on myself, and I'm fine. And, and you know, it's, 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 not a, it's not a process that comes to an end. It's, it's, not, like, it's not like a book. Doesn't have a beginning, no, middle, and end. 
No, it, it isn't a book. And I think when people start working on themselves, you can find a book, right? You can you can get any book, ask, and it is given um, anything by Carolyn Miss. I think um, uh, whatever the Doreen Virtues, the um, Louise Hayes, um, and and there's there's so many out there. I've been asked which ones do I like. I've read so many that mm-hmm. there's there's not one that really um, pops out. The one that I go back to, and I've seen different things of it. Well, then there's well, Eckhart Tolle. Anyhow, um, Wayne Dyer. I'm just rambling, but when they ask, I think that they're awakening. So it's 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 really an individual journey. Oh, exactly. And when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. That sounds so um, trite, and perhaps it is. But we have many teachers along the way. Many and, teachers along the way. Teachers are not always in a classroom. No, they're not. I'm, you know, I met one of my mentors in a hockey rink. I've met um, different teachers in different places. And, you know, it was wonderful because, uh, one, I was having a really bad migraine. And, and she said, uh, do you mind if I do some Reiki on you? And I said, of course not. And I knew um, at the time she sort of felt embarrassed, but... Why not? I was willing to try anything. And we stood there and we did it, you know. Um, she did um, some hands-on healing and I felt great. And, you know, um, a friendship evolved and we went on from there. So it's what we're open to and how much we're willing to open ourselves to. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's, can, a, there's, there's a movie out there called The Never-Ending Story. And... Um, I think that's what our lifetimes are, and you know you don't you don't get the final chapter until you've actually crossed over, and it becomes an epilogue, and and so, you know when people you know look at me like I've already done all the work I need to do, it, you know my first question is who died and made you God, and you know the the next one was you know okay you can but you can go deeper. You can go further. You don't have to just stop. You don't have to limit yourself to a certain level. You can continue to grow and continue to evolve and continue to change. I mean, I I look at me now, and then I go back 50 years, and wow, there's quite a difference. And it's it's a I think I am learning more now than I did when I was in school or in graduate school. It, it's... Life is a learning situation. This is in many ways a schoolroom. And to, 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 be, to be so, again, the word arrogant, to think that I've done all the work I need to do, that doesn't mean you have to go to a therapist or anything like that. But it means you have to be open to becoming more than you are. And that means that means sometimes uh, working on the modalities that you've got and expanding them or researching and going in new directions or finding new talents and gifts that you can expand upon within your life. And none of that costs money or it doesn't have to cost money. Mm-hmm. It might, but, but the reality is that when we see how, how other people react to us, we have choices. Do you like it? Or do you not like it? If you don't like it, then you can change yourself a little bit so that 
so that people react to you in a different way. And so it's, it's, it's a matter of, and it's never changing another person. It's always changing and shifting in very subtle ways, your own behavior, the vocabulary you use, the way that you present things to people, the way that you react to people. I mean, even just in a simple friendship, you know, not being overly pushy, but not being, you know, too backy-offy. And, and understanding that sometimes friends are friends for just a while. They're not meant to be lifetime friends. So that, so that our own life becomes the classroom. And we're, we constantly are working and sometimes struggling with some of the lessons that we have set out for ourselves. But that old adage that we're never given more than we can um, accomplish is certainly appropriate. And, you know, when I think of, I don't know how many years ago it was, I started teasing you about getting a website up. Um, I mean, I really bugged the daylights out of you. And, and, and I must say, that the website she has up, which is um, under construction yet again, well, because it, it's beautiful. It's www.jenyoung.ca, and it's beautiful. She has some of her poetry on it, which is lovely. You should have more, and um, <laughs> it's it's. But it is a beautiful, beautiful website, and it is an absolute reflection of her it's beautiful it's intricate it's 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 got complications in it that you don't see Im- immediately but it, the intricacy is there and and i know that you have to have had a big part in doing it because it is a reflection of you i did i did i've been working on it myself um i do my writing mm-hmm. and um when you know i've got a book of it of course it's like uh my husband said, you're, you're like one of those old songwriters that has, um, you know, 300 songs that are in their back pocket. And mm-hmm. he said, yours is all poetry. He said, and you, you just keep a book of it. And I've got it on my phone now because when we were going hiking, <coughs> pardon me, mm-hmm. um, when we were going hiking, I'd, I'd start writing things down because it just comes. Well, that's, you know, it, and that's that's a gift. And it's a really, that's a very good example of, of, of creativity and inspiration at work while she coughs and sneezes to death. I know, um, I can't mute myself. This, this, uh, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This is, this is not, this is amateur radio. Um, <laughs> I started coughing, so someone... Okay. okay, I don't think we can we can mute you, so we're going to have to just enjoy it. So, so <laughs> what, what I'm what I was trying to say was that that so many people get inspiration and and they don't do anything with it. You get inspiration and you write it down. And I tell people have a journal um, and and let it be a grateful journal. Let it be a journal for inspiration. Let it be a journal for good recipes. Let it be telephone numbers you don't want to forget. Let it be something that you always have around you, so that if if people pick it up, they won't they won't really pay much attention to what's in there. But let it be your Bible. Let it be the things that re, the, the thing that reminds you of the magic that you have inside of you. The of the subtleties quote. Uh, uh, 
you know, coincidences that have, that have happened within your life that reminds you of your blessings. And, you know, in times of, um, of darkness and times of, you know, despair or when you're feeling sorry for yourself and a plate of brownies and hot chocolate just doesn't mm-hmm. cut it, you can go to, and marshmallows too, maybe, um, you can, you can go to the journal and you can remind yourself of all the, all the wonderful things, um, Long time ago, when I was serving in the pulpit, I handed out um, a silk, um, I guess it was a piece of yarn, a a red piece of silk yarn, and everybody got got a string. And um, I said, now I want you to spend a little bit of time here, and I want you to think about your blessings, and think about some of them, and tie a knot for every blessing and just keep tying knots for the blessings as we go through the service, as we go through a collection, as we go, just every time you think of, of, of something that, that is a blessing, tie another knot. And, and at the end of the service, you know, and it was only an hour, maybe an hour and 20 minutes, they said to everybody, okay, now tie this, this uh, string, put it, put a knot in the, in the very end of it and slip it over your neck. And when you feel unhappy or sad or depressed, run your finger over all those knots and remind yourself of all the blessings you have in your life. And don't feel quite so bad because when you when you when you're counting your blessings, and it's that old it's that yes. old hymn, count your blessings, count them one by one. Yes. It works. And and you count your and and now you come forward 25, 30 years, and I was at a fair someplace, and a man came up to me and said, you don't remember me, do you? And I said, well, your face looks familiar, but I can't place you someplace, so please don't tell me you're a relative because I'm going to be very embarrassed if you are. And he said, no, no, I was. I went to a service that you, you were the minister for, and he reached underneath his collar, and he pulled out. It, it was an ugly looking string, but it had knots in it. He said, this has saved my life at least two or three times. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you. And, you know, when you when something like that happens, you get chills. And it's like, okay, one person listened and it made a difference. Okay, I, my work here is done. And you know, I told him, you know, I said, if you might want to get another piece of string and start over again, it's okay. And he said, I'll never let go of this. And I said, okay, <laughs> but, um, but it's, it's, it's things like that that you can do that help you to understand the magic that you have in your life. We all have magic. And even when there are riots and when there are um, mm-hmm. hurricanes and there are earthquakes and there are fires and there is, I mean, and it feels like, you know, everybody's fighting everybody. That doesn't mean you have to enter into it. And it doesn't mean you have to be a part of it, and it, and and it does mean if you if you can help that you do, but at the same time, your 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 main job here this lifetime is to make sure you evolve the spirit within you as far as you possibly can, and that means it's a work in process, and it's not over until it's over. Oh, I was just that's Yogi Berra. Um, <laughs> I channel <laughs> Yogi. <laughs> I, I know Yogi. Yeah. Uh, but you know you're you're going through lots of tribulatory types of things. Um, I I'm lucky. I just you know life is amazing. 
but but it has its ups and downs for sure. But you know, you you look at you look at everything going on around you, and it it feels like in some ways you're in a bubble sometimes, and you just don't understand why everybody is the way they are. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that people are now opening up to a perspective they didn't know they had. They're seeing things that they had not seen before. And, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, wiggly things or anything like that. I'm talking about the truth within our, our lives. And they're upset and they're angry and they, they feel that they have been cheated in many ways. So that there is, there is this, this flavor, this energy of, of dis-ease in, in the whole, mm-hmm. at least this country, and, and I would say this continent, because, you know, Canada has to be very similar in many ways. It is, actually, with the, um, a, a lot of the issues that are happening up here, you know, um, I'm thinking of the pipeline, number one, you know, South Dakota, mm-hmm. and um, we're fighting the pipeline up here. And we have the pros and the cons, and and is it good for the environment? Is it not? What's going to happen? And we can all take a different stand on it. And there's so many controversies about it, and we're we're not here to discuss that. What we are here to discuss, like you said, is um, we're here to 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 make sure we evolve with the spirit within. And you're absolutely right with what's happening on the continent. But, you know, even in, in Central America, um, it's, it's the hurricanes, the floods, the fire, whatever. And how are we going to react to that? Are we going to react with anger? Are we going to react with grace? Or are we going to react um, with the knee-jerk reaction of someone has done us wrong. Well, yeah. you know, I, I think in a lot of ways, um, it, it's for, for at least for at least um, I gotta say, um, United States and Canada, um, we've been hit by some pretty major things ourselves, and, mm-hmm. and and yet uh, Puerto Rico is you know kind of. A part of us, and and then you go down into South America, and you feel a responsibility there. And and how can you spread yourself to 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 send aid to so many places? And it's not that we don't have the the um, the material because we do, but Puerto Rico has just about been wiped out. I know the the Dominica, not Dominican, Dominica, that mm-hmm. little island. There's, there's really nothing left. A, a friend of mine was down there in February, and there's pictures of beautiful churches and cathedrals and town halls and whatever, and he toured there, and he was diving there, and there was literally nothing left of this, this island. And the trees are like splinters mm-hmm. in the streets, and you think the devastation that the community is facing okay now go ahead i'm sorry no no and and i just think my my goodness like that's just one small community and there's so many more like it Mm -hmm. 
but we've got the terrible fires, you know, in BC where I'm from and yeah. in, you know, some of the states and the fires. We, we still have, um, forest fires raging and we've got the, you know, the ugly weather coming, which is a, you know, to be something to be grateful for. But the devastation that it, that it, um, rocks us with, you know, how do we send aid to others or do we just, I, I don't know, is it, is it selfish to say we take care of ourselves first well, and then no, we lend a hand? No, no, it's not. But, but when, when you look at all of this, it is uh-huh. devastation. It is, it is, it is heart wrenching, but the planet has always done this. It has always wiped the slate clean and left us to start again. So in many ways, first of all, the forest fires and everything, the trees, you know, they burn down. Mm -hmm. The charcoal charcoal mixes with the soil it nurtures the soil and another forest will grow up. Um, They've done, they've burned off. They've done, they've done burning of, of, of areas since the beginning of time. It nurtures the soil. It's something important for the earth. It's it's horrible to see, but and 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 when it encroaches encroaches on on, on people's homes and stuff, that's 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 very sad. But the rea- the reality is, and I, I have a statement that I've made a number of times, and I'm beginning to really think that it was really, you know how how you say something, it comes out of your mouth, and and then after a while you think that was that was that was darn near brilliant. Um, and the statement is, in the heart of every tragedy is the seed of a miracle yet to be discovered. Yes. And islands being wiped off, it means that they will be either rebuilt or and rebuilt stronger, or they will be let to go back to nature, which is appropriate for them. Whatever happens will be appropriate. When you see, when you see things being knocked down and destroyed – it, the thing that, that, that amazes me as I look at all of this, when you look at, at the, the monoliths and the megaliths in, in this world, the, the pyramids, the, um, yes. you know, Machu Picchu, when you look at uh, Puma Punka, um, I mean, I could name tons of the, those structures have withstood earthquake and time. Sometimes five to seven to twelve to fifteen to thirty thousand years of it, and this Earth has been through a lot of stuff over that period of time, and they remain standing. And just, just, just about literally, no, I have to say, absolutely, anything that we as as a species at this point in time in our evolution, anything that we have built will not stand the force of a Cat 5 hurricane or a Cat 5 tornado. I mean, the things that we have built have not been structures or, or, um, or remembrances of our culture that will stand the test of time. And it says something. Uh, it says that, 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 that for some reason, maybe we're only here for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And, and that there were other species, other cultures that were possibly here for longer a long time ago because their structures have stood. And you take a look at our buildings falling, our bridges falling. It doesn't take a lot to, to wipe out 
millions and billions of dollars worth of construction in a heartbeat. Exactly. And and yet the pyramid and the Sphinx were underwater at one point in time, and they survived. Um, well, you look at that little village that that uh, the student in northern BC found that's yes older mm-hmm. than the pyramids. I think um, you and I were talking about it a while ago because I was so excited about it because you and I had talked about this before. My granddaughters are crying. I'm sure you can all hear them. That's okay. And um, so, and, you know, they, they dug it. They they were doing some, some excavating, and they found this village. And it's like, holy smokes, once again, it was underwater. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel such excitement about that, as you do, because it, it just, it verifies what, we have talked about what we believe mm-hmm. um, and um, going back to to you know building remembrances of our of our cultures, like the big tall buildings you know we 're going to build the, t- the tallest building in the world well that isn 't going to stand no nope. you know i i don 't want to be on the one hundredth and whatever floor. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll be in the basement. I don't like heights. Um, well, it it does it does make you wonder. What are we trying to prove? Are we trying to prove that we can be a flash in the pan? Because that's what it is. Um, if it can be destroyed that easily, it's not it's not worth it. It's not, the only thing I can think of that might stand the test of some time is Mount Rushmore. Oh, exactly. Now I'm not saying we should we should all dig into rocks and live there, but I, <laughs> I'm not about to do that. But but it, it's sort of like what we put up are so flimsy. What what you know these structures that that the wind can knock over and destroy are are so flimsy. And so isn't there something more important to us? And the answer is, of course, there is. It's it's the spirit within. We we're we're here to experience this kind of stuff. I don't want my house to disappear suddenly. Don't get me wrong, but if it did, I would be fine because I have so much inside of me that that I will I will survive. I will create something else that will um, that will shelter me. Um, something will happen, and and I'll be okay. But but it does it does let you know that the that the physical things around us are meaningless. The mm-hmm. things that have real meaning are what we gather, what we utilize inside friendships, emotions, relationships. Uh, you know, that's that's what will stand the test of time. And and quite often we reincarnate in soul families so that we are surrounding ourselves with the same people to a degree. Every time we we incarnate. And so I I do believe that stuff like this is meant to point out where the real worth and and treasure and value is to us um, as a spirit. Because this is merely a journey for us. We're we're in a a physical avatar, but but what is going to move on is the spirit, not, not the body or the soul. 
it's the spirit that is going to take everything that's gathered here and it's going to move on and it's going to go to another dimension or another place and it will have memories and experiences and mm-hmm. all sorts of things that it that it has gathered this lifetime but it's it's sort of like nothing here this planet has experienced according to scientists and you know they don't know for sure but at least five mass extinction um, events in in the time that you know since it had solid form, and that goes back four hundred and fifty million years. Well, that's what we were taught something like that in school. I'm just trying to cast my mind back, looking at the different um, ages and some of the different teachers that I had. Um, how many? times we've evolved um when you said you know the spirit within us we take with us what we've gone so do you believe in the saying then we're always taken care of i think i'm always taken care of it doesn't matter i believe that i will always be taken care of i may not like the way it happens but i will always be taken care of plain and simple i have complete and utter faith well, the spirit within is immortal. I mean, it's eternal. So that so that while the physical will experience a time of death, the spirit just moves on to a, you know another place, another avatar, another body, or it or it floats in space for a while. Um, but I do believe that we are always taken care of. But we don't understand a lot of the times where, where you know, it's it's difficult. You know, I, I've heard people say it over and over and over. Well, I never would have signed up for this, and you know, Chris, not if you don't how much you know you were going to have to go through. You, I'll take a pass. Um, I, I've had people say to me, and and lately too, which surprises me. Um, this is my last lifetime. I don't have to incarnate anymore. I have learned all I need to learn. And I have learned that you don't argue with these people. And um, I usually say, well, you're absolutely right. And she said, and this woman said to me, oh, you mean my soul is that evolved? And I said, no, not at all. But um, you're not coming back here. Your personality will not come back here. Absolutely not. This is a one-shot deal for your personality and and your soul. Um, Your spirit may have another idea. Uh, But, you know, I, you know, and I said, I don't really, I can't tell whether a spirit is meant to come back or not. But, but to, to think that in a physical form with only this lifetime as a reference, you can say with great, with great determination and, 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 strength of whatever well i'm not i don't have to come back again because i i'm all evolved and you know the question is if you're that evolved why are you not happy if you're that evolved why 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 don't you have things the way you want them in your life and just you know if you've had a difficult time if you've had a lot of challenges it means that your spirit was you know very very ambitious for this lifetime but that doesn't mean you're done it just means that you, you put a lot on your plate and you didn't leave room for dessert. So next time you come, make sure you leave room for dessert because that's dessert, the best bring part your of fork. It. Keep yes. the fork because, <laughs> because dessert hasn't been served yet. Absolutely. 
no, there's there's so much that, that we have yet to learn and, and grow into. We're finally at a place where science does recognize that, huh, the spirit may go someplace after death. There is, they've, they've acknowledged that there appears to be a spirit. They've found what they call the God particle, which I doubt. Um, <laughs> I, I doubt it's a God particle, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But, um, you know, and... and Oh, heck, they, there are studies now that say that, that coloring is a form of meditation. I've been saying that for 25 years. Um, it's, it's kind of like, well, now I have science to back me up. But, but you know, we're, we're, we've come a long way. Science is, 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 you know, taking a look at a lot of the things that, that those of us that are in a spiritual um Genre um, have been playing with for a long time. You know the remote viewing, the meditation, the out of body experience, the um, bilocation, all of the <laughs> things that have been, you know, kind of uh, put into the oh, that's just woo woo stuff. Um, well, woo woo stuff has validity to it. <laughs> it does. What what I find really interesting, you know, you 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 say that you know. The science is that the coloring is meditation. Well, maybe the scientists are the people that are, you know, um, my age or whatever that were coloring and just found it really relaxing and you could get into the, what we would call the Zen moment and say, you know, gee, this has taken my mind off of stuff and, you know, um, I find I can get a lot more accomplished when I take you know, take out a kid's coloring book and do this, this, and this. And I'm kind of laughing because my girlfriends and I used to do that when we were um, living by ourselves. Well, yeah, they've 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 done studies, and it's it's really I think this is fascinating. If you stare at a TV screen, a movie screen, or coloring for 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 45 seconds or more, you are automatically put into alpha which is a very, very um, light hypnotic state, mm-hmm. which means it's great for meditation. It's also great for implanting thoughts and ideas so that, so that of course, they have ads on TV and stuff all the time. But, but it's, it's – and they discovered this, you know, by wiring people up and, and checking their brain waves and stuff like that. Um, we've got about uh, three minutes or so before there's going to be a break. You'll hear the music, so just so you can – don't jump. Um, so that science is, is not poo-pooing the things that we have always believed in. They are, they are leaving it open for debate. And, and I think that's, that's amazing considering how far we have come. Debate's always good, isn't it? Especially when social media jumps in on it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, social media. <laughs> um. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm quite amazed. I, I every now and then I try watching the news and I just back out quietly and shut the door. It's it's uh it's amazing. I, I find humanity going through major changes. I used to write predictions for every month. I stopped. <laughs> I know you did. And you know, you're very good at it. There there's times though when I I, I look at stuff and I just start reading comments and I have the best time ever oh. reading comments 
and I sit there and I just I really do have the best time ever um, because to me it, it's like a, I don't know it's, it's a moment out of time and um, it's very amusing you can you can get you know go from thread to thread to thread and you just lose yourself in the insanity of everything and um, well there's definitely that out there for sure That's there's no doubt about that and you know I look at I look at what's happening here, mm. and and I know that it's meant to happen. I understand that, and I can't change it. I can I can try try to to not be swept into it. Um, and and when I did the predictions, I saw riots between September and December. And I saw upheaval, and I saw countries changing their their borders and stuff. And I saw some of the states changing their borders, too. So, um, you know, there's a lot of shifting and changing going on, and it's all good. It, the upheaval is good. Um, we had gotten very complacent. We had, we had stopped paying attention to everything that was going on around us. We had just sort of assumed, which is a stupid thing to do, but we had assumed that people were doing what they were, you know, hired to do, and not true. And and because we, um, there was a, a phrase. This is my phrase. I have I have two phrases that I claim as my own, and and a lot of the other phrases I throw around, um, I've stolen from people. But I will admit if I stole it. But but this is mine, and it's if if we slumber, they will plunder. Mm-hmm. And and that's what happened. That's totally what happened. People got, you know, that old saying of absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. And I do believe that happens. So there has to be a way to reorganize so no one has the absolute power. So, whoops, we'll be back. Oh. 